There's one, <coughs> there's one teaching in the Dhammapada, which I've always found uh, both very illuminating and uh, one that offers a particular kind of meditation instruction uh, that can bring our practice to a certain depth uh, as we practice applying it. And some of it we've heard many times, but I think often don't actually see it as an instruction. This is one of the verses that says, let go of the past, let go of the future. And this is an interesting line, let go of the present and cross over to the further shore. So three simple instructions to actually come to the deepest realization, let go of the past, let go of the future, let go of the present. So just to speak for a couple of minutes about each one of those instructions, I think letting go of the past may be the most uh, obvious, but it takes a kind of attentiveness or alertness to see how often during the day our minds are lost in some story, some thought pattern, some uh, mental formations about the past. You know, memories come up, (coughs) either good ones and we're in a reverie or maybe uh, not so helpful ones uh, where there's afflictive emotions, maybe there's anger or hurt or sadness. And we get caught in the story of it, we get caught in the drama, forgetting that all that's actually happening in this moment is that a thought is arising in the mind. At those times when no longer seeing it as a thought, but rather we're immersed in the story of the thought. Manindraji, my first teacher, just summed all this up really well when he said, the thought of your mother is not your mother. It's a thought. The thought of anything is not the thing. It's a thought. So in letting go of the past, It's not that we're letting go of having these memories or thoughts arise, because they will arise, but rather it's staying very attentive, and very attentive particularly to the ones that you know you get lost in again and again. Being very attentive, particularly to those thoughts and to see if you can uh, be alert enough to catch them as they're arising, 
knowing they have a certain compelling power. <coughs> and to remind yourselves, this is just a thought. The story may weigh, may weigh very heavily. The thought as a thought is very light. It's just a <coughs> momentary little bubble in the mind. So letting go of the past in that way. Again, it's not forgetting the past. And it's not that we don't learn from the past. But especially in the context of the meditation, and especially with repetitive thoughts, repetitive memories, really see them as being just a thought, letting them come and go. It's tremendously freeing and enlightening. The mind becomes lighter. So letting go of the past, letting go of the future, we can approach this in two ways. One is, like with the past, really paying attention to all those thoughts of the future that may be arising. You know, planning, anticipating, sometimes <coughs> worrying or being anxious about the future. Staying very mindful for the arising of these future-oriented thoughts will be particularly helpful for the many of you uh, who are leaving at the end of this week, because it's normal <coughs> that thoughts of future will begin to arise. It's a very good opportunity to see deeply and in a transforming way that the only way we experience the future is as a thought in the present. That's all that's happening. But because we're not seeing it as a thought in the present, the story, the content of the thought enthralls us. We're not mindful that it's just a thought. And so we get pulled into this whole mind world <coughs> that's being created in that particular story. It's as if for some period of time we're living in the dream of the future. Because it's actually not here yet. All that's here is a thought. You could spend <coughs> this week paying careful attention to the arising of thoughts about the past, to the arising of thoughts about the future, and practicing catching them as quickly as you can, as close to the beginning as you can, and seeing that they are just a thought in the moment.
you'll find that the mind settles back into an amazingly light and clear and open space. And by contrast, you'll see how often in the course of a day, whether in for extended periods or for short periods, how much of our days are spent lost in thoughts of past and future. So this is a very powerful practice. The last line, (coughs) the verse, (coughs) let go of the past, let go of the future, let go of the present. So this is very interesting and perhaps more subtle when you feel like you are in the present moment, not leaning forward into the future, not falling back into the stories of the past, but we're right here with what's arising moment after moment. Here's where you might from time to time check the attitude in the mind regarding your relationship to the present. Because very often there's a kind of fixation or stickiness even to the present moment object. There's so much emphasis in the practice about being in the present and staying in the present. And of course that's a very useful reminder of not getting lost in future thoughts or past thoughts. (coughs) But even with the present, we don't want the mind to become fixated, like letting go of Velcro mind. We don't want it stuck to the present moment. And sometimes we can experience this stuckness, it might be very subtle, but the stuckness might be wanting what's ever happening in the present to continue if it's pleasant. Maybe the mind is feeling calm or peaceful or concentrated. And instead of resting in the open, empty awareness of that experience, we're in the present, but with the filter of wanting. It's like we're stuck to that experience in some way we're holding to it in some way, instead of letting go of the present. Or we might be stuck to the present in some kind of resistance to it, if it's unpleasant. So one of the images that I've used in working with this particular instruction, letting go of the past, letting go of the future, letting go of the present, 
as that comes to mind, and it can come to mind many times during the day, where you really are checking in with that and practicing it. The letting go of the present, that sense of dropping back into openness. Not holding on even to what's arising in the present. Dropping back into openness where there's no clinging, no fixation on the present. I started calling that, in my own experience, channel zero. You know, it's not, it's not channel one or channel 10 or channel 400, you know, where the mind is in some way uh, fixated or lost in the content. Channel zero is just dropping back dropping back into, you can say openness, or dropping back into emptiness, <coughs> dropping back into non-clinging. Channel zero, and then everything's arising and passing by itself. There's no interference, no wanting. So as you go through your practice today, and especially this week, this is a very powerful week for many of you. You know, especially those uh, who'll be leaving at the end of the week. Uh, this is in some way the uh, most powerful part of your practice. The momentum <coughs> of all the work you've done is right here. And so it's possible to use that momentum just to explore even uh, further how the mind gets caught and how it can be free. Be alert for thoughts of past, knowing they're just thoughts. Be alert for any thoughts of future, of planning, or desiring. Note that they're just thoughts. They come and go. And check in with your relationship to what is even arising right now, being in the present. Is there a stickiness? Is there a holding? Some kind of fixation on the present? You can remind yourself to settle back into channel zero.